Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas. The other half of your hosted team is out in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. I can feel it. The electricity in the (laughs) air. We got a Patriots big game today. First one since Tom Brady left. So can't wait to break down all the angles with this Bills-Patriots game. Big weather, windy under. Line's right around three, two and a half. So a lot to get to. But Pritch, real quick, uh, we got to give a shout out. We were talking about this all week long. Alabama last week, Pritch. Mm -hmm. Remember in a spot that they're never in, never contrarian, never getting points. Uh, Really, really rare opportunity here that came through for you if you're able to get the value on Alabama. Getting a six and a half, getting a seven, didn't matter. They went outright 41-24. And now we have Nick Saban. The last six games that Alabama's been an underdog since 2008, Five and one straight up. So not they're not just covering these numbers, Pritch. They're winning. And what I really like, Pritch, and you always ask about this, do the players, do the coaches, do they know the odds? Do they know the lines on the games? Well, you know Nick Saban knew it because he had a great quote. He said, the rat poison that you guys put out there for us this week was yummy. So, Pritch, you, you know he was saying we're a dog. Use it as a galvanizing, motivational uh, situation there. But big, big hit there with Alabama winning outright as a really rare dog play. Yeah, one of the things we talked about on the show is the fact that these are still kids. And uh, if you're Georgia, you know you're in the college football playoff. I mean, how much does an SEC championship really mean to you? And, uh, and therefore, okay, you're Alabama. You know you win and you're in. Uh, and so not only the rat poison uh, that Nick Saban wanted to use, but certainly, um, you know, from an emotional, emotional edge, uh, clearly on the side of Bama. And then all those points. I mean, that, that kind of got ridiculous. I, okay, three, maybe you can stick with Georgia, but, you know, upwards of six points right there. I mean, that was cr- kind of crazy right there for Bama. Yeah, and this is something that a lot of respected bettors or wise guys, whatever you want to call them, they always look at the look headline and then is there an overreaction? Because, Pritch, we kept saying how there's value on Bama. Yeah, Georgia's great. They're ranked number one. But when your look headline is three, remember, Circa had an early minus three look ahead mm-hmm. for that championship game. And then it balloons all the way to six and a half or seven. Just in terms of Gamble and Ludo's great job of this, comparing the look head to the current number and are you getting a buy low spot on a dog or a buy low spot on a favorite? Are you getting an inflated line? That sort of thing is something you really look forward to, Pritch. And also, you know, you're going to get a lot of Patriots references today. Uh, I'm digging to the past. You know, I think the over-under is 10 and a half uh, Patriots today, Pritch. But Belichick always did a good job of this when the playing the card that nobody believes in us, even when they were winning all those championships. When you're Alabama, you're mm-hmm. winning left and right every single year. And then you can kind of get that little cherry on top saying, hey, we're an underdog. A good coach will use that to his advantage, his advantage, and that's what Saban did this week. All right, did the Lions do that? Because the Lions, they beat the Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings fall out of the playoffs, Josh. The playoff picture, they lose to the Lions. I mean, all the ways to fall out of the playoff picture, losing to the Lions 29 to 27 in that fashion, too. The Lions were um, uh, catching seven points. Uh, certainly, I had the Vikings on a teaser card. I'm like, look, even if the Vikings played their C game, 
their C game, Josh Applebaum. They should be able to get me uh, that, that spread there of one point on the teaser card. So, I mean, my goodness, the way that that game ended, the Lions, congratulations. You guys get your first victory of the year. Yeah, again, did you expect to win that game? Probably not. But covering the number pitch, one thing was notable looking at, uh, again, game day movement. And really on Sundays is when the big bets come in. If they haven't bet it early in the week, you saw a lot of those books that were at seven and a half, Minnesota minus seven and a half fall to seven on game day. So again, those game day moves being meaningful. I think you were getting some you know, bites at the apple there with the hook, maybe even with the seven there. Uh, but Pritch, let's give uh, some respect to Detroit. They're one ten and one ATS uh, or, <laughs> or uh, overall, mm -hmm. uh, but they're eight and four ATS. They've right. covered four straight numbers, a team that's playing hard right now. Uh, and again, you know, you needed that that last second, you know, pass to, to win it there at the buzzer. But also, Pritch, uh, paying attention to injury reports on Sunday morning, we saw both starting linebackers out for Minnesota. Didn't have Dalvin Cook. You had a lot of these guys out, mm -hmm. plus that late movement to Detroit. So again, didn't expect to win, but taking the points in a divisional spot could have been worth it. Anyone who took the Lions, I don't know if anyone took them on the money line, Pritch, but if you took the points, congrats. That was a good hit for it. Well, it was a good hit. I mean, certainly, I, I'm, I'm going to go as far as the Vikings D game could have probably helped me on that teaser. <laughs> uh, uh, but clearly they get an F. I mean, they get an F for everything that happened in that game. But in particular, that last play, I mean, my goodness, you're going to back up in the end zone uh, as a defender? Uh, certainly that, that really uh, – congratulations to the Lions. That's all I can say right now. Uh, and then the 49ers. The 49ers got back into the playoff picture. They stumbled uh, as a three-point favorite, road favorite, against the Seahawks. Now, I was saying this with Femi uh, Bebefe on Point Spread Sunday, that you have Russell Wilson – who has never had a losing season. You have Russell Wilson, who's only missed the playoffs one time. Uh, and if there was any time that Russell Wilson could rally the Seattle Seahawks, it was going to be in this game uh, against the 49ers. And that, that held true right there as they won 30-23. to 23. It really did, Pritch. And I think a teachable moment for me with these games, and again, on a Monday, I think you always do your autopsy. You know, what'd you get right? What'd you get wrong? If you got something wrong, just make sure you kind of recognize it. And then next time it pops up, make sure you're on the right side of it, or at least you learn from your mistakes. But the, Pritch, the teachable moment for me with this Seattle-San uh, Fran game was not locking yourself into a bet too early in the week. Because mm -hmm. early in the week, it looked like San Fran was an easy layup play. They opened like minus two and a half, minus three. You get up to three and a half. Seattle's been terrible all year. Uh, so it looked like, okay, just take San Fran after a big win. But here's where you can't lock yourself in too early. Once it was announced that Debo Samuel is out, and then also uh, game day movement, again, coming back to Seattle. A lot of these books got up to three and a half, got down to three, and then they really closed that two and a half press. So all that late movement coming in on Seattle, Russell Wilson, great as a dog, classic kind of divisional dog at home sort of angle. Uh, it was actually a low total game that flew over, but these are the kind of the boxes you want to check here. So again, don't lock yourself into a bet on a Monday. You know, again, favorites early dogs late. That's a mantra that I've kind of, uh, you know, really abided by. And again, late movement and injury reports are critical this time of year and all times of year. But that late movement to Seattle told you, hey, they look gross, but if you have the stones to play them, mm -hmm. they came through for you bigly yesterday. Yeah, the only time Seattle scored 30 points, they actually put up 31 points against Jacksonville. Uh, so credit to Seahawks right there, uh, 30 points against the 49ers. The injuries uh, were concerned, challenging the linebacker situation for the 49ers, uh, as well as uh, 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 Debo. Uh, Debo not out there, the big play threat that he was. Now, it's 49ers, uh, what kind of team looking forward are they going to be offensively uh, if they just don't have that explosive element there on our offense? Yeah, I think that's something that, you know, you really see Debo Samuel and a lot of the plays that he makes, Pritch, it's not just a wide receiver who great with hands, great run after catch, but yep. he can run the ball too. He's oh, almost yeah. like a mini Cordero Patterson. Right. Yeah, and it's just, when you miss a guy like that, it really shows. And I think uh, also Fred Werner missing that game. So that was something you got to pay attention to, Pritch. Now we have a really good line next week. It's early, but we got to keep our eyes on these games for next week. 
San Francisco is going to Cincinnati. Pritch, a lot of these books open like minus one, minus two, Cincinnati at home. Lines down to one, and it may get down to a pick em. Looks like early on, and maybe it closes at a pick, but a little money, maybe uh, buying low on San Fran here in their next game against Cincinnati. All right, then the Bengals. Uh, I mean, my goodness, what's going on with this football team? Who's the best team in the AFC North, by the way? Uh, we'll get to that discussion, but the Bengals, they lose at home. Uh, I thought the Bengals, I bet the Bengals, I laid the three points. I thought they were in a good spot because they had three games in a row at home to control their destiny. Uh, they took care of business against the Steelers, and then, okay, they got the Chargers limping in. Uh, they let the Chargers build that lead. Nice comeback by the Bengals, but the mistakes uh, did them in. They really did them in there, Pritch. And again, kind of flew over that total. There was actually some money to the, that under at one point. I think it was 50 and a half down to 50 or 49 and a half. Obviously, you score a ton of points and go over in that one. But Pritch, kind of my takeaway there, you know, there are inklings to maybe like the Chargers in this one. And again, if you played Bengals like you did, Pritch, no, again, no fault at all with these, with these uh, angles. But I would say with the Chargers, you know, they had lost two of their last three. Bengals are riding high, winning their last two. So it's kind of that buy low, sell high spot. And you did see kind of that late movement back toward the Chargers a bit. Some of those threes got back down to two and a half and maybe it was a teaser play up to eight and a half. Uh, but also another injury report. Again, I'm on Sunday looking at Twitter, Pritch, doing mm -hmm. Lombardi line, looking at all these updates. It came out that two of their starting offensive linemen late were out for that game. So with Bosa and the Chargers, you know, getting to the quarterback, those little angles and cluster injuries, I think, are very important and really kind of a desperation mode where Chargers needed it more than the Bengals. Bengals are riding high as a young team. Maybe you're, you're reading your press clippings there. So, again, flew over. That was a surprise. But there were some reasons when the three got down to two and a half to think, hey, this short road dog play here uh, with the Chargers could have some value. Yeah, I was looking at that, too, because I was looking at the other side with the Chargers and their offensive line issues with injuries and the lack of depth uh, that did them in against the Broncos. So, I, from a capping standpoint, I was thinking that, okay, that's going to – even itself out like that's on a Friday though right and then okay the line moves on a Sunday but I'm locked in on that bet like Josh Bengals at laying three points at home I mean it doesn't seem like that's a, an overvalued situation from a casual better standpoint help me understand that no, no, I don't think it was overvalued pitch. I think you're totally right here. I think it was more in terms of just uh, we see this all the time in the NFL. Like if you're playing well, public loves you. If you're mm -hmm. not playing well, public wants nothing to do with you. That was kind of a classic situation of, and again, how does a line speak to us in terms of, you know, a three-point favorite at home? Again, right. I know it's not cut and dry, always three points home field. Maybe it's more like one and a half or two, but that's kind of telling you on a neutral site, if a, if a three-point uh, favorite at home is three points, on a neutral site, it's more of a pick -em type game. So that always kind of piques my interest. And Pritch, another take away the Washington football team came up bigly there winning outright and the points same thing with the Chargers uh, yesterday even though it was a seven and five day straight up in ATS for favorites that angle right there that short road dog plus three or less two and oh with the football team uh, and with the Chargers here and it's now 19 and 10 ATS on the year uh, for a pretty good start so again these are the kind of the little systems that uh, even though it was a favorite day if you if you filter those dogs a little bit more actually a decent spot for some of these dogs yeah absolutely we were just discussing uh, several underdogs winning outright right there we're going to get to that too because I mean it's opportunity all over the place uh, when it comes to betting uh, the National Football League the VEASAN Bowl betting guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game this year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games including in Insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at vcen.com slash subscribe. 
So other games, Josh, that we have to get to, teachable moments all over the place. That's why I love this uh, Monday show with you. Um, you know, the underdogs winning outright, that continues, and it's really, really crazy. Um, the insights that you provide, too, with uh, Wendy Unders, uh, that came to fruition as well. So a lot to look forward to, a lot to discuss when it comes to the National Football League. We'll also mix in college football. We have the playoff. All that and more come up next right here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so, Josh, we're going to get into my playbook, although my playbook uh, got kicked to the curve <laughs> over the weekend. Um, so... Even with a loss, even with a loss, because another reason why I was back in the Bengals, I'm thinking this team has a legitimate chance of winning its division. And so you look at how the AFC North um, shook out over the weekend. The Ravens lose. Uh, they're a banged up unit right now. They're the favorite at minus 145, banged up and all. But you have the Bengals plus 250 to win the AFC North. Now they swept the Steelers. They beat the Ravens earlier. They, they took one on the chin against the Cleveland Browns earlier, too. But, you know, with a chance looking at the schedules, you know, shaking out, uh, looking at the other teams in the division and their schedules, how they're playing, I just think if the Bengals could get that momentum back, I know they're a young team and maybe that belief or that confidence level is not where it need to be, needs to be. But if they can get it together here, uh, maybe a good situation, a good chance for them to win that division. I think you're right, Pritch, and this is kind of totally wide open. I mean, if you look at the odds for this uh, AFC North, I mean, you, right now you have the Ravens eight and four. Obviously, you know, analytics going for two, and maybe they should have kicked it. We'll never know the answer to that here, Pritch. But uh, eight and four, but showing you kind of with Lamar Jackson um, again, kind of making some mistakes, not putting up a ton of points on offense. And Pritch, I saw something where I think Baltimore is four and four this year. If if opponents score more than 13 points, like basically if they don't if they don't shut someone out or only give up seven, like they're kind of just a 500 team, which is uh, kind of surprising me a little bit here but still you know odds makers are giving the Ravens a little bit of respect as you mentioned a minus 145 favorite to win this division but I think you have an opportunity as you mentioned Bengals are plus 250 you know we talked a second ago about some movement towards San Francisco this upcoming week where since he opens lane two one and a half it's down to one maybe a pick them but still a pick them at your neutral site or at a, a home field mm -hmm. you know you think like maybe you can squeak that one out it's tough, though. You know, Browns plus 550, Steelers plus 1,400. It's really kind of a two-team race. I'd be more inclined to get some plus money than a minus number. But, Pritch, the other thing is, like, these divisional games coming up, we're going to have the Bengals play the Ravens again. I mean, you're going to have all these divisional matchups that are going to have a, a huge influence on where these numbers go. So, again, it's plus 250. The thing with a young team, Pritch, and you know this, it's Jekyll and Hyde. It's ups and downs. It's a learning curve. You, you know, you, you feel good about yourself on a win streak, but then you get too overconfident, and then you get back down to earth. 
250 could be intriguing here, Pritch. I think it's a really wide-open uh, division right now. Absolutely. I mean, I mentioned that the, the Ravens are banged up. Uh, one of the reasons why Harbaugh went for the two is because they didn't have any more bodies left, and uh, we'll <laughs> see what – uh, the situation is going to be with Marlon Humphrey. Is he going to be out for the remaining of the year? I mean, we know the physical element from this football team in terms of how they want to run the football is kind of gone. It's kind of diminished because of injuries, the style. But Lamar Jackson, he's an ultimate playmaker. He's an ultimate playmaker with this kind of information, though. Uh, credit Ben Wilson, our producer here, 66 points in the first three quarters the last six games. Uh, you mentioned slow starts. That's incredible, but yet the ability to make plays. Now, can their defense keep them within reach, though? Like, banged up and all, can this defense, the, the lack of a, a premium secondary, can they uh, hold teams close enough for Lamar Jackson to, to produce magical moments out there on the game day? I think that's the million-dollar question here, Pritch. You're really going to need this defense knowing that, hey, we're not putting up these, you know, 35 a game like we used to see mm -hmm. or, you know, early on in Lamar Jackson's career. So that means you're going to play these tighter games, which to me, I automatically go to some unders here. Late-season divisional unders have been great in, uh, historically. And you're looking at another one, Pritch, Baltimore-Cleveland this week. Kind of interesting. Cleveland's coming off a bye. Cleveland open, like, laying one and a half at home. I'm seeing Cleveland now up to minus two, minus two and a half. This line is going toward the Cleveland Browns. So, I think that's speaking to the fact that, okay, number one, Cleveland is coming off a bye. We do know uh, uh, favorites off a bye are around 57% ATS. So, you do have that rest angle, extra time to, you know, game plan and get ready for this big showdown. Uh, but then, Pritch, also with Baltimore, is this the odds maker saying, yeah, Baltimore may be flawed or maybe have has issues and Jackson's not playing great and you have all these injuries. But early move is going to Cleveland here. I assume a lot of people would probably love to, uh, we'll see how the teasers come in, but two and a half to eight and a half with Baltimore in the division game. You can make a case for that. But this line is going toward Cleveland. And Pritch, keep an eye on these totals. This open 43 Baltimore Cleveland, it's down to 42. To me, my playbook in a second, unders, unders, unders with variables. That's where I'd be looking uh, down the stretch in the NFL. Yeah, I'll get to my last uh, observation real quick, uh, Josh, because it's the Chargers. Can they win the, the AFC West? Just focus in on that game there. Uh, they had a commanding lead. They blew that. Uh, and then the turnovers happened, certainly. I mean, Chase, that was crazy, that interception. Uh, and then Mixon with the fumble kind of blew the game wide open there for the Chargers. But yet the Chargers made their fair share of mistakes too. So I, I want to buy into them, but then I'm not sure. They do have a game in hand over the Chiefs still within their division. Uh, right now, plus 220 to win the AFC West. Yeah, game in hand. And again, we did see that they earlier this year went into Kansas City and won. Pritch, I like the number plus 220. I think if you get some mojo going here, maybe you could make that interesting. I just think it's going to be really tough to beat the, the, the Chiefs here. This Chiefs team kind of looks like a team that's just on a roll and finally figuring things out and all the issues that plagued them early in the year. They're cleaning up their turnovers. And obviously, Andy Reid off a of bye did it again there, yeah. even though he did get the under, Pritch. Broncos couldn't cover windy it. Windy under. Another primetime windy <laughs> under. Exactly. Pour one out for it. So, uh, again, I, I think the Chiefs are the play there to win that division. But if you okay. make me pick the secondary team, I think the Chargers could be worthwhile. Yeah, I wasn't – I'm not – I mean, I know they're playing better, but I don't know if they're playing great, though. You know, I'm, <laughs> they might still be vulnerable. What did you observe over the Sunday, over the last weekend? Yeah, so my observation, Pritch, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, did dogs do great or favorites do great? It was kind of a chalky favorite day, 7-5 and five straight up, 7-5 and five ATS. But my biggest takeaway, 
are these totals and these unders. This is really the best time of year to be betting unders, Pritch. So you look at unders yesterday. They go 7-5. and five. Nothing crazy, but if you add that Thursday night game, 8-5 and five on the week going into tonight's Monday night game. But these are the sort of things that you can look out for uh, in moving forward, I think, which has some some staying power here. Uh, the unders are now 110-82 and 82 on the season, 57%. Thought process is, hey, public loves sweating overs. It's no fun to root for an under. We all want to watch points get scored and you know celebrate when they when they get into the end zone. But the odds makers know that. They shade line up that's why going unders is actually you know kind of a smart bet uh over the long haul but since week 10 pritch the unders now 36 and 21 in the nfl 63 percent and if we can isolate a couple angles with unders this is really i think where you can make some money non-conference unders they went three and one yesterday vegas and washington uh miami and the giants rams and jacksonville all went under now non-conference unders 41 and 21 66 percent on the year you also look at these late season divisional unders. Mm -hmm. You get to week uh, 11 or 12 on. And a lot of times with these late season divisional unders, you're playing that same team for the second time of the year. A lot of film to go off of that kind of benefits de defenses. Not much surprises them with all this tape, but they went four and two yesterday. They're now 11 and four since week, uh, week 11 here, uh, divisional under 73%. They're 56%, eight, uh, 56% last decade. So my angle pritch as we you know kind of uh, get to the tail end of the season is Unders, 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 but divisional unders, windy unders, non-conference unders, uh, unders that fall at least a point went six and three yesterday. So just a little indication of some respected money coming in to the under. If you see a line drop at least a point, six and three, and now 51 and 35, 59% this year. So my biggest takeaway, again, mm -hmm. it was a kind of a chalky favorite day, seven and five straight up in ATS. But these unders, Pritch, to me, it, 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 in your head, it's like, how I can't bet this under. Right. They're going to score, and I'm going to be annoyed, and I should have just taken the over. But that's a bias, a, a human instinct that kind of puts you in a, in a bad spot. I'd look at a lot of unders uh, moving forward uh, down the stretch run of the NFL. Cannot deny that data. I mean, we, we look for points. We want points. That's the exciting part about watching these games. But uh, certainly cashing tickets is different, uh, just like um, the doggy door being open. Uh, all year. And by the way, you know, with our program, Betting Across America, there's a lot of discovery, a lot of teachable moments. Uh, I did, did discover something, Josh, that I might start playing uh, because of the situation with Seattle. Uh, Going to be dogs in most of the games. So a three-leg, six-point teaser of my former teams. You know that would have cashed Ooh, this past weekend? I'll preach. I like that. We should have put the house on that. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I might like the shed or something, but, you know, someplace, uh, a condo or something on this. Uh, Atlanta plus 16 and a half with a catch. Denver plus 14. Uh, and then Seattle Seahawks uh, plus eight and a half right there, certainly. But, I mean, I, I, that's discovery for me. My former team's three leg right there, six point teaser moving forward. Well, Pritch, you know, they're just trying to make you proud. You know, again, they, they, they were so lucky to have you on the team. They just want to make you look good. But, Pritch, anyway, we can add in some University of Vermont angles there. Can you give me, like, a, my former college, uh, UVM, you know, like a UVM over or something, laying the points? That way we can really combine both hosts, uh, you know, connections here. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, the data that you have, the analysis, the insights, too, that you provide, I mean, the unders, uh, the doggy door is just incredible. Uh, and then, you know, we, we have that discussion, easy to tease a favorite down. I mean, you think that's going to cash. Okay, think again, because look what happened uh, to the Vikings right there. Prime example. But then also you have the opportunity of teasing these dogs up uh, and perhaps kind of securing a situation that way as well. 
You're totally right, Pritch. And again, I think kind of the bias toward wanting to root for overs and root for points, same thing with favorites. They're favored. They're supposed to win. They have a minus mm -hmm. number. But oftentimes, if you go the other way and say, hey, it's a really good dog year, road dogs have done great, all these divisional dog angles, let's tease them up, get a little more wiggle room. I think that's the way to attack these teasers and dogs. All right, let's hit on college football because we had outstanding conference championship situations there. Uh, we're going to recap that uh, and then also preview the college football playoff opening lines. That's coming up next right here on Descent. The Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, is across the country out there in Boston. Uh, so we had conference championships. Uh, recapping that real quick before we get to the preview uh, of the opening lines for the college football playoffs. So conference championships, uh, Alabama and Georgia. Now, a lot of points right there in that matchup. Uh, certainly an opportunity to catch uh, six points with Nick Saban uh, and Bama. But I will suggest I think somebody ordered the code red, though. I mean, <laughs> come on now. I mean, Georgia, they, they didn't look like Georgia defensively. Now, Alabama did not look like Alabama offensively all year. All of a sudden, they find their offense again in the biggest game of the year for them. Yeah, really incredible, Pritch. And again, I know a lot of uh, early money, or uh, I mean late money too, kind of lean under there, thing flies over. But also, uh, Bryce Young, how the Heisman uh, you know, trophy right. winner or you know, candidate odds have really changed. Remember we were talking about at one point Stroud made that move where he was kind of you know in the wings and he's kind of making his move and he comes uh, almost as a favorite there. I think he got down to like minus, or 200, minus 200, plus 200, something like that. But you're always saying Bryce Young, like if he does well against Georgia, and he mm -hmm. did, he looked great, put up even better numbers. Rich, I'm seeing him around the uh, you know different books like minus 2000 now so it's kind of oh, a yeah. beta company <laughs> kind of it's over yeah it, it's going to be bryce young here in that spot so uh again moving forward we'll get we'll break down all these games pritch but just one note on bowl games and these big playoff games you know again one thing I really like to do as a contrarian better, there are certain times of year where betting against the public really, really increases in terms of its value. One is March Madness, just because everybody gets into it, uh, and they kind of, you might not have bet college basketball all year long, but you want to get in on the madness, and people bet these games that really haven't been tracking college football or don't know much about it, and just want to bet their, their alma mater, or fill out a bracket, or bet on their, you know, their favorite team. So, same thing in terms of college football, bowl games. Bowl games are a lot like March Madness. You get these uh, games, you know, weeks and weeks out in advance and the bets pick up and build and build and build. 
Each bowl game is nationally televised. It's all super heavily bet. And the public perception of these games can really, really lean toward one team or the other, which creates a good opportunity to go contrarian. So, Fritz, you, you thought you like me and, and, and uh, betting on gross uh, hazmat dogs throughout the year. Get ready for bowl game season. We're going to get down on some inflated lines. Like if a, a favorite opens minus seven uh, today, and by the time the game is played three weeks from now, they're up to minus 10. Great opportunity to buy low and take the dog plus 10. So just remember, bowl games in these big games, mm-hmm. really good opportunity to bet against the public. Yeah, we got the college football. Ball bowl betting guide coming out soon. $19.99. Uh, definitely invest in that. Uh, a lot of angles certainly to keep an eye on or think about with bowl season two because you're going to have opt-outs. Uh, the transfer portal is full right now. Getting that information uh, from some reliable sources, Josh Applebaum. So uh, the college football landscape is changing. Uh, it, there is so much happening with college football. It'll, it'll blow your mind. So uh, certainly invest in some information, information that can help you cash a ticket. Yeah, you're totally right, Pritch. And again, you know, um, I think when you're looking at these games, like, you know, for instance, Cincinnati and Alabama, we just got the line on this one. Mm -hmm. Heavy, heavy betting here on Alabama. They open around, you know, length 13, 13 and a half. They're now moving up to minus 14 uh, for this playoff game here. And why is that important? Again, it's also public perception in terms of what have you done for me lately? Yes, Cincinnati, great story, undefeated. But Alabama just coming off this huge win. It's funny, Pritch. No one believed in them against Georgia. Now they beat Georgia. Everybody is betting Alabama here. (laughs) According to BetMGM, these early breakdowns, you're getting 81% of bets, 87% of dollars on Alabama. This would be exactly what I'm talking about, kind of waiting it out. Favorites early, dogs late. If you got Alabama anything 13F or less before the key number 14, you're probably feeling pretty good. Let's sit back, and I'll, I'll be on Cincinnati most likely in this one, Pritch. Does this get to 15? Let's just get this thing out of control, see how high it can go, and really buying low on these inflated dogs and betting against Alabama. Like, you're going to hear for the next, mm-hmm. you know, what, three weeks, almost a month here, Pritch, uh, that Alabama's amazing. And look what they did against Georgia. And you're going to see highlights of them beating Georgia. What is that going to do? It's going to just pound the public with a narrative that Alabama is just ridiculous again, and they'll roll and easily win by 20. Let's see this thing go as high as it can go, and I look to buy low on Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, the games are so far away, uh, the semifinals, and limits are low right now, so understand that. I mean, look, uh, the money could come piling in on Bama as we get closer and closer, but you do have COVID. You still have this long layoff, and Cincinnati handling that. For instance, I can remember as a player, uh, first time going to a national championship situation, going to the Orange Bowl, Josh, that first year, even though we were undefeated, we were getting a little antsy. Just wanted to mix it up a little bit uh, closer and closer to that game. And we played game. We played a good first half. But that second half, we became overwhelmed because of the atmosphere, the long uh, halftime. I mean, all that stuff. Certainly Cincinnati, I think they're going to be seasoned, uh, but not to the level of Alabama. I mean, Alabama, the expectation of going wire to wire, starting the year is uh, ranked number one in the league. Uh, now you're going to be number one going into the college football playoff, going wire to wire. That's pressure, uh, but it seems like this team can handle that. Nick Saban will have them prepared for that. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you're you're, you're a tough spot here for Cincinnati <laughs> now having to play this Alabama team. But, Rich, we talked about it back, you know, what was that, October 9th against Texas A&M when they lose 41-38. That was almost maybe the best thing that could have happened to them, yep. almost like in the Olympics with the men's basketball team. Get those losses out of the way early, uh, kind of bring you back down to earth, don't get too cocky or arrogant, and really kind of, you know, eat some humble pie and say, hey, like, we can't just roll out these Crimson Tide helmets and think we're going to roll over everybody. It's just not going to happen. So getting that loss early and you don't have the pressure now of an undefeated season. I bet Saban's probably interested in that. Uh, Pritch, what's funny too, if you look at 
like Georgia and Michigan, mm-hmm. the other big game that we just have an opening line for uh, on, on the 31st of December here, the other playoff game. This is now the opposite. So the early game with Alabama and Cincinnati, everybody's on that favorite. Alabama, again, just beat Georgia. You got to play them. They're going to roll again here. That's the mindset. On the other side, Georgia, Michigan, no one wants to bet Georgia because they just lose outright to Bama. Right. Everybody's on Michigan, the trendy dog here, because you had a really good year and you win your conference championship. But, Pritch, what was notable to me is these early bets right now, uh, 77% of bets are on Michigan. But this line opened minus 7.5 Georgia. We're showing 7.5 on our screen. But I'm seeing like an 8 out there. I see uh, maybe an 8.5. I don't know. It's just notable to me that uh, everybody is betting Michigan in the points. They're going to be a really trendy dog there. Maybe they'll win outright. Maybe they'll cover the number. But if you kind of have that mindset of buying low, selling high, the play here would be buying low on Georgia. This is an intriguing play to me, Pritch. Let's see. Does it tick back up? Does it come back down? We're going to look at these lines for a full month, and they're going to be moving uh, you know, every single day, juice-wise or maybe number-wise. But it's just notable to me, like you got – Everybody loving the favorite with Bama. Everyone's loving the dog here with Michigan. It's, it's kind of it's interesting. Michigan, that second half away from going undefeated this year, uh, coming into this college football playoff as an underdog, a sentimental underdog too, Cinderella. I mean, we had that in uh, basketball earlier in, in the year. Um, so this situation with Michigan, um, from a betting standpoint, Josh, can you buy into the band together mantra? Like, hey, we're back for this year. We're back to win a championship. Nobody believed in us, and uh, here we go uh, against the monster that is Georgia. I mean, Georgia did not look themselves against Bama. That that could have been in their heads. Who knows? Uh, But a long layoff uh, and a chance to get right, a chance to be back to to themselves in a college football playoff against Michigan. Uh, Michigan, certainly offensively, they can move the ball in various ways. Defensively, they get after you, too, with their front. Uh, just a challenging situation, I think, though, for the underdog in this one. I'm with you, Pritch. And again, kind of what's the early move telling you? Despite everybody so excited to bet these games on the, on the 31st, you know, New Year's Eve, like everyone's into it, and yet everyone's grabbing Michigan, but the line hasn't moved down. Like, mm-hmm. if this open, you know, Georgia minus 7.5, and, and early betting is all over Michigan, and now the line's down to 7 or 6.5, they're like, okay, it makes total sense, money biting at the apple with the dog. But yet, the fact that it's not dropping, even though everyone's on Michigan, tells me that this is a good buy low spot on Georgia. Again, there's a lot of time, and I don't want to have any, you know, viewers or listeners, like, have to run and go bet this game right now. Like, wait it out. You're totally right. There could be COVID. There could be opt-outs, players that want to go to the NFL. There could be coaches that, you know, change or move. Or, you know, I I know a lot of people, and what I like to do, too, is, you know, betting against teams in bowl games who have their head coach leave, and there's an interim coach coaching that game. Or, you know, betting against teams where the star player is out because he doesn't want to get hurt for the NFL draft. Those little things. You don't have to bet these games too early. Um, But, Pritch, again, Georgia, Michigan. The other thing, a little bit of over money here. Mm -hmm. You know, open 43, quickly up to 44. And now with Georgia, you're buying low on a team that had a loss, had a loss to, you know, to lose here, still in the playoff, but it's all in front of you. And now you can play that card of, hey, everyone's on Michigan. No one believes in us. Now Kirby Smart can kind of turn that thing around after he got bit by it uh, over this weekend. Yeah, you do have the championship situation in Indy, too. Big Ten territory. Uh, So looking at the futures, uh, Bama plus 115. Uh, Georgia plus 135, excuse me, Michigan plus 750, uh, Cincinnati 14-1 to to win the college football playoff championship. 
So I think value, maybe Michigan plus 750, a good team playing well, a good payout. But Pritch, if you're still giving me plus money on Alabama, I'll take that plus money all day. Give me plus 115 on the Tide. All right. I believe we're in the Tide, Nick Saban. Uh, okay. You know, Georgia, again, they look great all year long. We'll see what happens there. Michigan, the sentimental favorite, I believe. I mean, everything's pointing in their favor. Plus 750, maybe not a bad shot right there. Come up next on the program, we got Monday Night Football to preview. Josh Applebaum's team is involved in a big game. Are they the best team in the AFC? We'll find out. Let's come up next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, welcomes you with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either New England or Buffalo. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSEN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSEN200 to win $200 in free bets if either New England or Buffalo scores a touchdown. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Spending Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so Monday Night Football, Josh. Uh, a game that you have been waiting for. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm ready, Pritch. Involves your team, New England, the hot New England Patriots, the Buffalo Bills, the favorites to come out of the AFC beginning of the year. Uh, market insights from BetMGM uh, for Monday Night Football. 57% of the ticket percentage is on the Patriots. They handle 54% on the Patriots. Uh, and the line pretty much has stayed minus three to two and a half, uh, fluctuating between there, uh, showing on our board minus three here for Buffalo. Yeah, so first off, Pritch, can I just say how great it feels to be back in a big game with the NFL spotlight on your team? I mean, uh, I had this for 20 years, and <laughs> wait for a, a year. You had a year off for that. Yeah, I had what a year off, Pritch, about? and I get it. It was <laughs> tough. I, I know. It's, let me talk to a Lions fan. I'll talk to Patrick Maher, see if you can ever get that. But anyway, uh, Pritch, one thing before we dive into this is the implications of this game are huge. If you look at to win the AFC East, Buffalo currently minus 130, Patriots plus 110. Uh, so whoever wins or loses this game, those numbers are going to move. Mm -hmm. If you like the Pats, think they're going to win tonight, plus 110, that's going to flip to a minus number. Flip on you know other side, Buffalo, if you think they're going to win at home and they are a three-point favorite, minus 130 is probably going to tick up more. Again, these teams play in a couple weeks. But Pritch, if the uh, what's crazy too with the, the seeding is Patriots are the one seed right now. If they win, they stay the one seed. If Buffalo loses, they drop all the way to the seven right. seed. Uh, on the flip side, if the Patriots lose today, they're going to fall to the five seed, and you'll have Buffalo jump up to, what is it, the two seed. So there's a lot going on. Another reason why it's going to be extremely heavily bet game here. But in terms of the the, the you know market insights in, from BetMGM, Pritch, slight public to Patriots, 57%, nothing crazy. And in line movement, it stayed at three, but I don't think that tells the whole story. The juice has really been trending toward New England here. That's kind of what makes me like the Patriots. And I, I am holding them on a teaser, two and a half to eight and a half, and I do like the, the plus three if you 
can get it here. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these plus threes are minus 115, minus 120. This line did get down to two and a half at some shops. It's juiced up toward New England. It's never been juiced up minus three, minus 115, uh, where it's like like it's going to go to three and a half. It's always kind of stay the same or move toward New England. And 57% is technically public, but it's not 70%, Pritch. It's not 80%. Uh, so to me, I like the Patriots here. You're matching quite a few systems. You know, we did see, uh, of course, yesterday with these short road dogs, uh, plus three or less, go 2-0 ATS right. uh, with the Washington football team uh, and another one there. And you look at those spots now this year, 19-10 and 10 ATS, 66%. Primetime dog, 61% ATS, a classic divisional dog angle. Belichick's great uh, as a dog, although I don't put too much into that. That's all with Brady as a quarterback. But really, it's kind of stayed the way it is or trended toward New England. This is a good spot to back the Patriots, in my opinion, because, Pritch, the weather's going to be terrible. And who can run the ball better and play smash mouth football? It's this Patriots who are geared more to their offensive line. And I think a lot of people are like, Mac Jones, can he go up to Buffalo and win a big game like this? I don't think they're going to make Mac Jones. McDaniels isn't going to have Mac Jones throw the ball 50 times, Fritch. The weather's terrible. You're going to run the ball. I think that plays into the Patriots' hands. My one question with this, the total, Pritch, mm -hmm. it's definitely a sharp under. Only 48% of bets, but 74% of money. It fell 45 all the way down to 41, even 40 and a half out there. Right. It's an under. The wind gusts are going to be 20 miles an hour up to gusts of like 50. It's going to be 30 degrees. It's going to be a great game to watch. Toasty in your living room, Pritch, not if you're actually there unless you're inebriated. But I would say <laughs> it's an underplay. But I just wonder, is it falling too much to right. where we're getting the worst of it? When a total falls almost five points, it's hard to keep that keep betting that under when you missed a lot of like if this lands 42 pritch everybody who got the early under 45 44 43 cash you're late to the party and taking under 41 you lose so it's an underplay maybe it tees it up but my play tonight would be new england plus three or maybe you had him in a teaser with a dance partner uh, maybe from yesterday so much to get to with this one because uh the expression we use as a player are you a mutter basically are, are, can you <laughs> Uh, handle the conditions, right? And so you think about Josh Allen, he played at Wyoming. Can he handle windy conditions up there in Buffalo? Absolutely. That's why he was drafted up there. Uh, but I do want to get to one more thing about market insights from BetMGM. 79% of the ticket percentage from the money line, money line standpoint is on the Patriots. Uh, how do you interpret that? Yeah, I think that's people just saying, hey, Patriots are playing well, and uh, I don't even need the points. We always joke on Lombardi line that the Eagles fans are like this. They don't need the plus three. They'll just take the money line and win outright. So I think it's just kind of saying, hey, like you could get New England around. I'm looking like plus 125, plus 130. Mm -hmm. I'd rather put my money into obviously betting uh, a payout with a plus sign versus a minus sign. Like if you're on Buffalo, minus 150, do you want to lay a minus number against a Red Hot Patriots team? But also remember, Pritch, you know, even though we're having heavy betting on the money line toward New England, mm -hmm. that money line percentage is much smaller compared to the spread of the total. Like a vast majority, I would argue, you know, 90% of bets on the NFL are either the spread or the total. It's a smaller share on the right. money line. To me, all that big money line lopsided on the Patriots, it's just because, hey, if it's plus money, the majority of these wagers are taking that plus money, that plus 130, versus laying it with the Bills. So from a contrarian standpoint, you're going to ignore that and focus more on uh, ticket percentage in terms of the spread. Yeah, and again, okay. I have people, a bunch of people I respect who are like, hey, are you worried? Are the Patriots becoming a trendy dog? I, I, I would I would love it. They were getting 27% of bets, Pritch, instead of 57%. But still, if you're in the 50s, all intents and purposes, it's kind of a, a coin flip there in terms of the public. Right. Now, if they were getting 90% of bets, that's a different story. But also remember, when you're betting against the public, you're not concerned with that money line percentage. It's really okay. just the spread percentage because the vast majority of public bettors are betting the spread, not the money line. That's why, to me, I'm not – like. 
I know a lot of people are like, oh, 79% money line. That means you bet against the public, take the bills, right? Mm -hmm. Not really. That's kind of a smaller ticket count sample size. So you really want to just stick to contrarian with the spread percentage. All year long, I've mentioned that Buffalo lacks physical uh, physical presence, uh, physical dominance at times. I mean, can they impose their will? They have, they've shown the inability to do that. Uh, and they're one-dimensional. I mean, Josh Allen accounts for so much of that offense. And Bill Belichick has built his career on the fact that he can take one thing away from your offense. And that one thing is Josh Allen. What do the Bills have left? <laughs> yeah, the running game is kind of spotty, Pritch. I mean, you do have some great receivers here. I would say, again, one thing that I don't love is Kyle Duggar's out for this game. Kyle Duggar mm. uh, from Lenore right. Ryan Pritch, who, of course, Belichick always surprised you taking somebody who played lacrosse or was a wrestler <laughs> or, you know, played Rugby D2, player. D3. Uh, yeah, but it looks like he hit on it with Duggar. Duggar's really been good this year. He's out with COVID, so... Duggar kind of was that spy maybe who just kind of would stay on Allen and is becoming more of a presence in uh, in the passing game. He's had some interceptions recently. So I don't love missing Duggar, but I think the overall, you know, look at it from a 40,000 foot angle is Patriots are playing great. It's a divisional game. Yep. And Belichick can play that angle. Like Saban probably calls Belichick and says, hey, uh, my, my, my friend, Bill, you're also a dog. Tell, you know, use that as motivation. Belichick doesn't need any tips from Saban, but it's just kind of funny. Those two friends are both in that dog spot just a couple days apart. Yeah, White going down, too, in the secondary for Buffalo. That's going to ha uh, hamper them mightily, too. Now, not from a throwing standpoint, just from uh, a presence. You know, you look at that situation with Buffalo. Everything seems to say take the Patriots here. Uh, it, it is a rookie quarterback in a, in a huge game, humongous game. He's not foreign to that. Uh, but what you mentioned about Buffalo, if they lose this one, uh, their playoff chances dip, I mean, to the seventh seed. Uh, and that's incredible to think about that the Buffalo Bills at home could lose that. So laying three points, that's a lot. Uh, maybe the situation, if you can look at the under or teaser situation, what the total and the Patriots might be the way to go. Yeah, so like I'm on Patriots plus three, Pritch, but if you mm -hmm. like the Bills, and I mean, we always talk about desperation and who needs it more. I mean, uh, I would look, yeah, I would wait to see if you can get a two and a half off the key number. If not, you know, money line minus 145 isn't a ton with Buffalo. Right. Um, but I think, Pritch, it's also like, you know, in terms of desperation, it's more on the Bills. But Patriots are playing with house money. No one really expected them to be this good this year. They're only a game away from cashing their win total over. Uh, if they win this one, they just need one more to, to get to 10. Uh, and really, who's the pressure on tonight, Pritch? I think Bills are kind of in that Georgia spot where they're mm -hmm. expected to win and Brady's gone and it should have been their division, but now Patriots are making a move. I just think all the pressure is them at home as a favorite where the Patriots are just saying, you know, hey, we're, you know, dog doesn't matter. Let's go up to Buffalo and yeah. see what we can do. I think there's more house money on New England, whereas the pressure – uh, in desperation, too, but the pressure is more on Buffalo here at home. Yeah, I mean, they're the favorite, but they feel like the dog in this one. Uh, so your Market Insights <laughs> podcast, we got to get this information in because it's always outstanding. Uh, and you highlighted uh, NHL, NBA, uh, college basketball as well. Yeah, just a couple angles here, Pritch, to keep an eye out for. NHL, don't forget about NHL. One thing that's done really well this year and historically, betting against teams on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. One play in the NHL I really like. Colorado Avalanche. Kale McCarr uh, mm -hmm. upgraded to probable. Pritch, the guy you love, that yep. defenseman who scores a lot and is, uh, skates like the wind here. He's good to go. But they open like minus 150. They're all the way up to like minus 190, almost minus 200. It's a big number. But Philly's on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. They've lost a ton of games in a row. They just fired their head coach. I like Colorado here. Uh, and then, Pritch, if you're looking for an over and you want to sweat points, big matchup in college hoops. Iowa, Illinois, over 150. Two fast-paced teams. I like a lot of points. In all game. right. Great information as always. Offensive defenseman, right? I mean, that's, that's how I get exactly. confused on that one. Like, why is he playing defense? And well, why not be a <laughs> center? A forward, a forward. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. a forward, something. Uh, enjoy the game. We'll see you back here tomorrow.
Thanks, Bert. Great job today. You too, Josh Applebaum. Coming up next, The Edge, right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.